Hi, I'm Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the Pantheon Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're one of the thousands of people who listen to Prisoners of Rock and Roll, and shame on you if you aren't, you know we do a segment every episode called The Electric Chair, where we kill a song for being terrible. Now, there's a lot of awesome music out there, but let's face it, there's a lot of bad stuff too. So much bad music that this episode of Prisoners of Rock and Roll is volume two of a show totally dedicated to talking about music that sucks. We also asked some of our awesome listeners and some of our podcast friends to submit their picks for the most cringe-inducing tracks out there, and man, did they deliver. We got Yacht Rock, Novelty Songs, What Hit Wonders, Dance Tracks, and just plain bad music. It's all here. Parental advisory on this one, rock and rollers, because having to listen to some of these songs made us pretty angry. Let's hit it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Prisoners of Rock and Roll, episode number 69. My name is Bruce Kramer, and I'm so happy to introduce my co-host, my really good friend, Mr. Ryan McCusker. Are you rocking? Prisoners of Rock and Roll is proud members of the Pantheon Podcast Network, and our show is sponsored by Boldfoot Sox and McCusker's Tavern in Philadelphia. What's going on, brother? Nothing, man. Just hanging in there, bro. That's all you can do, right? Yeah. In summer, I got a couple more shows come up over the end of summer and then into fall i love fall you know i do too you not much man you said summer summer is winding down yeah i guess this actually since the episodes we release on monday this will probably be coming out on labor day so hopefully everybody had a kick-ass summer cool labor day is one of my favorite holidays because you know it goes out to all my blue power buddies out there man they deserve the day off 
Yeah, I I love the fall. I just hate the transition from the summer to the fall. Like, is everything? Is, yeah, you, you always know, get that last heat wave. Yeah, and it's just yeah. you know I hate closing up my pool. You know, just all that shit. But I do like the the cooler weather and all that stuff. So yeah, I enjoy Halloween a lot, and uh, just that you know leaves falling off the tree season. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Know, there's a lot of trees in my neighborhood. So, but what we also don't like is bad music. And good God. Yes. Oh, dude, we got a list of really unrocking songs. Like, you know, say, are you rocking? Like I do every time. It's like, we are not rocking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. No shit, man. Some of this stuff is really terrible. We uh, So we did an episode on this, the electric chair stuff, probably like two and a half years ago. We decided, well, let's do another one. What's it's been it a really? while. Wow. I think it has, oh, man. Wow. Next, yeah. In October's three years we've been doing this, so... This is unreal. It's crazy. I love doing it. I hope we never stop. I had somebody at work today just stop me in the hallway and was like, hey, man, I heard you have a podcast. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, and I just don't talk about it at work because I don't want people to think that I'm like pitching my my second gig or something. But I was talking to the guy a little bit about it. And he used to work at a record label. So he's asking me a zillion questions. And he was like, how long have you been doing it? And I was like, shit, three years. He's like, oh, wow. Wow. wow that's a long time. Yeah. Started during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, give us something to do. But uh, we were doing recordings in the bar when the bar was closed. That's how we start doing the show. Yeah, we said, let's let's do this again. And I thought we were going to have a couple songs that we talked about before. But I was like, we've got a playlist here of uh, shit. It's got it's almost five hours of music. We got 76 songs on here. <laughs> we won't be able to get to all of them, I'm sure. But we're like, good God, man, there is some stuff. And so we got a lot of input from friends and, and everything else. So, well, you know, I, I think um maybe some of our newer listeners haven't even heard our electric chair episode so you know this is like new for them you know absolutely we'll we'll get a couple laughs and probably a lot of groans i mean we were just playing the macarena a lot of bombs i was like how (laughs) right i was like how did we we've gotten this far you know we we do a show or we do a segment every week where we kill a song i was like we never killed the macarena how do we do not do that? I have no idea because that song is friggin' terrible. And it's like, God, when you I remember listen- it coming out, we it, were working in a record store and it came out of nowhere. And just like everybody wanted to copy. And the only copy that was available was in the Latino section. Yes. It, it wasn't until like, you know, maybe a month of the song being a hit being released on a single cassette, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was huge, huge. And it's a messed up song because it's like the, the girl's being a complete whore. You know, like she's like just talking about how uh, she'll bring two guys home or a guy and his friend. It's just like it, that song's not as wholesome not as everybody judge. thought it was. I do not judge. Right. Hey, you, you, you do you do you or I guess you do you and your friends. You but but it's like, uh, yeah, that song's not as wholesome. You, know, you see kids doing that everywhere and it's still played at stadiums and sh- all kinds of other shit. I don't know. I never did the Macarena. No, I'm not much. I'm not much of a dancer. You just haven't done the Macarena yet. Tonight, I already did it. There you go. All right. Well, let's just keep rolling, man. So we'll play. We don't have to. Maybe we don't have to play 30 seconds of some of these songs. Maybe we could just play a little bit of it. I don't know if I'll be able to sit through 30. Yeah. So maybe we'll just go a little bit. Here's the next one we're going to talk about. She leads a lonely life. Mm, she leads a lonely 
ace of base, man. God, oh, man. I never noticed how reggae that was. Just shitty. It's just pro- put together by some overproduced record label. Yeah. Just built that artist, yeah. that band. And I think it was Clive Davis's autobiography. He was talking about them and how difficult they were to work with. Like they would try giving them some direction, but they didn't understand English. Like they were just they would learn the songs, but then you couldn't like oh try doing this or doing that. It just they just couldn't. He was like what you know. Oh, uh, they probably did that on purpose, though. They didn't like Clive's right, idea, right? You know, what does he know? Right, he only, be, you know, God, he only discovered Bob Dylan. I mean, right, Springsteen, the list of people that he, discovered, yeah. Tina Turner, all the people he discovered. Yeah, his his book is a great read too, man. If you're into rock and roll biographies, really, That's really rad. interesting. He's a little full of himself, but oh, absolutely. But I would be too. Yeah, I mean, I think we talked about that before. Like he signed Janice. And Janice offered to sleep with him, and he was like, "No, yeah. of course not." Like, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> she was a mess. <laughs> She's some sloppiness going on with Janice Joplin. The next song we got was actually a suggestion from one of our listeners, and it was Dan from Boston, who's met. We've mentioned him several times on the show. He said, "This song makes me want to gouge out my eyes." It's been one week since you looked at me. I fucking hate that song. Oh, God. You like them. Too. I do like them. I really like this old apartment. Was that what it's called? Yeah. That's a great fucking song, man. You know, at first I did like that song, and then it was just so played out. And then you start listening to the lyrics and like the the hip hop part. I'm like, this is the dumbest fucking rap that I've ever heard. Yeah, I like them. I've seen them a couple times in concert. They're I, probably uh, fun. They're yeah, they're silly. They do like a medley they're of Canadian. Like, yeah, they do a medley of like rap songs and stuff at the end. Like they'll you know they'll cover like Eminem, but they do yeah you know, like thirty seconds of it, and they do like. But this song, man, it was everywhere. It just it was. You can't understand the goddamn lyrics. I I'm like trying to remember like the the um the era of the bar when that song came out. I don't I don't think it's something would be playing in the bar. No, I was still working in the music store when that came out, and it was on like all the time. But yeah, mm. the couple Bad albums song. before that, I really liked that one. I do not. But yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a great pick. The next one that we got from a listener was Greg Capello. And here, I'll play it, and then I'll read his comment. You show us everything you I disagree with this, but he said rock and roll all night by Kiss. I'm annoyed by their gimmick rock and attempt to be a good band. I've never liked them. People older than us love them. I just don't get it. It's all about fun. What's not to get? I went back to him and I was like, hey, man, I kind of used to feel the same way. We did a whole two and a half hour show on them and I kind of have a different appreciation for them now. And he he promised to go back and listen to it. So cool. Yeah, right on. So I mean, I didn't mean to say it like that. Yeah, no, no. Right. I just summed it up in one word fun mm-hmm. that's what kiss is all about yeah the songs aren't serious you know i don't know how serious they took themselves they took the money seriously 
but um you know their songs are are really cliche rock and roll songs you know christine 16 you know firehouse yeah yeah they just had these titles of these songs and they're you know how many times does it say rock and roll like party every day in that song yeah probably probably like a hundred yeah yeah, I said I my opinion on them has changed a little bit. I yeah, I, I listen to them once in a while. I love Kiss. I grew up in eighties Kiss and nineties Kiss, you know, and uh, you know the throwback shit is fun. But you know they're known for that song, but they got so many better songs than that. I agree. Their whole gimmick is brilliant. Awesome. I mean, they were on lunchboxes, bro. Right, everything from caskets, condoms, condoms to caskets, right? <laughs> we got you coming and going. Right, there you go. Hey, hey, yeah, man. Let's just keep rolling. I think we both had a couple people vote for this one, and I totally understand why here. I get, that's the yeah. sad thing. They they're never gonna keep him down. He gets out down and he gets up again. Gets up been, and the song continues <laughs> for four <laughs> minutes and forty seconds of terrible yeah. man. It um, is, but you know, I guarantee you, if you rear blast it and it's one thirty in the morning and the song comes on, we're jumping up and down. We're we're getting nuts. You know, I agree. But but as you know, uh, as a hit kind of thing as a being a musician yo that song is awful yeah we got we had a couple people suggest that and i said jess cole she uh lives in new jersey said the quarterback for my college team used to play that song on repeat non-stop after a big loss and i just what can't, a jock and i can't listen to it anymore so they must have lost a lot right i oh i hope not to listen to that all the time <laughs> shit I'd, I'd be playing my ass off if i had to listen to that you know if you lose you're gonna have to play if we don't win you're gonna have no, to listen to this all right. <laughs> coach i'll do laps nothing but that oh all right next one i know i think this is a song that you like but here i'm gonna be the man who wakes up next to you when i go out yeah i know i'm gonna be i'm gonna be the man who goes along with you dude can i can i ask you a question yeah what in the fucking world makes you think that i like that song i thought you said before that that album get the fuck out of here yeah. that song is oh uh, maybe the only thing maybe i like your... about that the only thing I like about that song is the movie I Married an Accident Murderer that that's from. Okay. That's it. Maybe maybe it was your brother then that said that that album was Yeah, really, he has awful taste. He's like, yeah. that album's really good. And I was like, I'm never going to fucking listen to it. So No. Well, that I, just sums it up his music taste right there. <laughs> I can't uh, I can't take the, the... And he loves Kiss, too. Right. Right. He's got Kiss tattoos. Maybe he's got Proclaimers tattoos, too. I don't know. With their faces. Right. With their glasses. Right. The stupid... Yeah, that song's terrible. Uh, 
Did they even have another song after that? I don't think just, so. Yeah. I don't know. I remember the video. Yeah. With their stupid. So right. lame. Yep. Were they twins? Were yeah, they, they were. Brothers? Were they? Yeah, yeah, I think they were twins. They looked the same, even if they weren't twins. But. Yeah. Weird. All right. The next one is I know we've talked about before, and this one got some votes. This is uh, from John Biondo. I. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. It blows Ugh. my mind. You couldn't even get to the lyrics, could you? I couldn't. <laughs> that it went from that it went from Jefferson Airplane to that piece of shit. It, you know, like uh, we went from dude, it was like yacht rock, right? It was like that error, right? We know? went from volunteers to we built this city. Even like Grace Slick has said that like she can't even listen to that song and it's so terrible. No, and they had that nothing's going to stop us now yeah. song. So bad, man. It's just everything yeah. like eighties music is just so dated sounding, and that is the epitome of just shitty, cheesy eighties rock and roll. Oh, I was trying to explain our show tonight to my yeah. father, and he was like, Oh, well, give me an example. And I put that song on. He's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like, That was a big song. I was like, Yeah, but it was so ear cringing. Uh, well, you just mentioned yacht rock, and I'll just skip around a little bit because the the whole genre of yacht rock. There's a lot of really shitty music that came um, out of it's that. It's all shitty, bro. There's some stuff, dude. Like I, I like Africa by Toto. There's a couple yeah. songs. Jerry Rafferty. I like some of his. Or Gary, whatever the fuck his name is. But like, yeah. I put I put Sailing by Christopher Cross on here. Like that's Let's hear it. Awful. Absolutely. Who the fuck bought that album? Absolutely terrible. And I was like, dude, uh. and his name is Christopher Cross. I was like, homie, your name is Chris Cross. Like, your God, get your parents named you Chris Cross. That is hysterical. But, you know, Chris Cross was a way better band than Right, this dude. right. Like, oh make, my God, right. I've never even heard that song. Uh, but that's Yacht Rock, right? It's going to make you jump, jump off a bridge. I, if this is Yacht Rock, I hope the fucking yacht sinks. Right, the Titanic. Yes. Yeah, there's a, we're going to do, yeah, shit, there's a, hundred bad yacht rock songs. Sometimes like in the summer series we'll have like a channel for yacht rock and sometimes I'll play it in the as I'm driving around my wife will be like, what the fuck are you listening to? It's stupid white person music, dude. Right. And when it when that became like a thing, like I don't remember the term yacht rock before, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight, ten years ago. I don't know if it was people listening to that shit to be like funny or they actually like that stuff. But it's largely I think just, they like it. I uh, think it's people with money and they don't know anything about music just, except for shit like that. Yeah, it's just soft rock. It's just there's no it's like dentist office shit, dude. Yeah, a lot of this shit that we have on this playlist is like dentist office, supermarkets, just oh. yeah. There's no soul in that at all, dude. It's just really bad. But, I hear songs that we kill all the time in the supermarket. I, I'm like, oh, now I got to listen to it in the supermarket. No doubt. 
Genus Astari said, thanks for making me suffer and have all these songs stuck in my head like one giant playlist. This is an unpopular opinion, but Elderly Woman Behind the Counter in a Small Town by Pearl Jam. I just, I in my head, I think of the lyrics, hearts and farts, they fade away. I'm with her. That's what I always thought. Yeah. 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 All right. Here's here's 30 seconds of him mumbling. Catching up with me. I'd seen the place, but no one's ever taken me. Hearts and thoughts, they fade, fade away. Hearts and thoughts. I don't uh, hate that song. I love song. Pearl Jam. I love Pearl Jam. That song is fucking awful. I always hated that song. Yeah, I I don't hate it. There's I I'm not a huge Pearl Jam fan though. Like I I don't know. I just never really listened to them that much. And God, it was on the radio so much, and probably still is. But it just was forced down my throat. You know, I was like, Nah, this song is awful. I hate that song. I don't like Yellow <laughs> Lead better. I really? just like I just like that one more. It is too much mumbling and very selfishly like people used to come in the record store asking for that and it was only on like an import so it was like $15 for like two songs and people would that's right would complain as if like you and I had friggin control over what right they should just stole it like I did yeah (laughs) um we got a vote. I don't know. We need to play it. We got to vote for Tom Sawyer, one of the kids of my Boy Scout troop. That was his pick. Uh, his I'm his, ready to kill his Rush mom anytime. All right, all right. Let's play it. Yeah. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. I'm with the little dude. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with the little dude. I mean, that just represents all rush right now. And you know me, but you did rush. Does rush suck? Right. We did a whole, we did a whole episode on does rush suck. And we sat and we listened to what? 2112. We listened to musicians that you ever seen, but they're lame. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying they're not talented. I'm saying they're just lame. (laughs) They're nerdy and, yeah, they're kind of so am I. They're but, they're darlings of you know, they're how technical they are and all that other kind of stuff. And they're Canadian. The South Park guys love them and everything. Yeah, everybody else. does. Yeah, I don't. All right, let's keep rolling. We got to vote for "Wonderful Christmas Time," and I would normally not even bother because it's a Christmas song. But we actually got the vote came from John Gasparon. We actually used, we used to work with him at Sam Goody, like. A zillion years ago. Oh, wow. That's kind of cool that he surfaced and said something. It's cool that he listens. Yeah. And he said that uh, that song is on the loop in Hell's Waiting Room for me. I don't, we don't need to play any Christmas music, but all right. So some other shitty stuff. Dave Sanislow, he said, How is not every single fucking Limp Biscuit song on your list, especially, ah. especially Nookie? You know, they're actually eligible for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. I voted for them. I did too. Here you go. Here's a little Nookie. Because we all do it. That's all we do it for. Like a charm. Like a charm. 
He can stick it up his ass. Stick it up his ass. Right. Him and he can his... stick it up his ass. Oh, dude. Man. God, I, it just brings flashbacks of Woodstock 99 every time I hear them. It, it doesn't makes... matter what song. Oh, I remember when that stuff all started coming out. So that was, I don't know, man. I graduated college 1999. So it's probably right around when I stopped working in the store full time. And I remember all that shit coming out. And I didn't like any of it. I didn't like corn. I didn't like this. I remember just kind of like, Looking around and thinking, like I'm, I'm watching rock and roll, like fucking burn to the ground. Like I'm, I'm working in the ass end of the industry, watching all this garbage, this shit music come out. You know, I really like Corn. I still do. I love that first Limp Bizkit album, but it was really rock. It was, it was, it was cool, man. It was, it was what it is. But that second album is awful. Fred Dirks went more hip hop, and he is no hip hop guy. It's like he, they, he tries too hard. It's them and corn just opened the door to all that new metal shit and it just became yeah. a mess. Well, the one dude I put this on the lit on the playlist, like way down at the end. I put it in there today. Um, Fieldy from Corn, I think he's the bass player. Yeah. He has an album out that is oh. no good. And he's no good. Yeah. Here's <laughs> here's a little this is a song called Just For Now from his album oh. Rock and Roll Gangsta. I didn't know this was gonna happen. All right. That's fucking terrible. He is the most untalented fucking dude I've ever seen. That sounded like a weird Al Yankovic making fun of something else. That was really bad. Uh, the corn side project that ev- nobody wanted, but you all get. Uh, I'm I'm just sad that I know it exists. Uh, and there was a um I when I was looking around for like suggestions for this list, I found a thread on Reddit. That was like three years old. It had like over two thousand comments on it of all these people suggesting songs. So I I mined that pretty hard. And when I saw that this song, I was like, "Oh shit, that's a." I didn't even know the bassist from Corn was a thing that anybody would care. And Dude, when I listened, he's, to- he, he's not even a good bass player for Corn, right? And you know, Corn doesn't even you know they're not known for musicianship, but. Like he is the most untalented person in that band. Yeah, garbage. No good, man. That was it was yeah. really terrible. Yeah, there's a couple things on here like songs I'd never heard before that I uncovered. I'm like, holy shit, this is really bad. So I don't know who the hell's listening to that that crap. But I'm happy to hear something really bad on this episode. Yeah, it's, I got some. Working. I got yeah, we got some really shitty shit. All right, uh, shitty shit. Yeah, my shitty, shitty shit. shit. Bang um, bang. 
John Corrales, is a buddy of mine that I work with, and he's he's written us a couple times some thoughts on the Stones and some other stuff. He said he can't stand the song "Blue Bayou" by Linda Ronstadt. I don't think I know this song, so oh, I'm with them, brother. All right, you know, all right, let's hear oh, it. That, Linda Ronstadt's awesome, but this fucking song sucks. Here you go. I never need to hear that again. Oh, I was like the, no, it was like that's a, yacht rock. Yeah, and there's a bad mandolin going on in the background there. That was that was no good. She has some good songs, but yo, that song was really big. Yeah, I don't, and I don't know that one. I, I, yeah, it was a huge like icon thing for her. Hmm. I remember hearing the story on Tug McGraw, a okay. famous pitcher. Yeah, and. Father of the more famous country singer, he had a pitch called the Blue Bayou. Okay, and uh, I, I, I just rem- always remembered that. I don't know, hmm. something throw in there. I don't know something. Yeah, okay. Uh, my mom chimed in. My mom listens to us every once in a while. What's up, mom? Sorry for the bad language. She said hey, that. Mom. She said I'm too sexy by Right Said Fred. I just know. I don't know if we've and killed that right. one or not. I don't know, but let's, let's, let's give it a listen. My love, too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave. bought Dude. that like people bought that album that song is so bad like and i don't know if that was they were trying to be funny or but like were people taking it serious or were no i think it's more of a dance thing i don't know i remember being on like club mtv and you know like it was probably all in the clubs i think it was more because it was a joke it was like rupaul you know I told you this week, I was like, we should do an episode where we pick, I don't know, 15 one-hit wonders, and we don't listen to the shit ahead of time. We go on Spotify, and we say, what's their second most popular song? Like, if I went in there to write said Fred, and I said, what's the second most popular song? We have no idea what it is, and it's like, how terrible is that? Or like, that band that sang Tub Thumping, like Chumba Wumba, like, what's what's their <laughs> what's the fucking... other songs they had? Right. And I'd be like, man, yeah. how how bad would that like that would probably be hysterical if we did it but no that sounds even worse torture than we're putting ourselves through right now oh i know dude like if we yeah like i don't like that cotton eye joe band like what's their second most popular song like it's got to be fucking awful but yeah man i'm with you yeah we'll keep it on the list of topics so all right uh i'm gonna gonna pick up the pace a little bit here ben from maine he said anything and everything by the Dave Matthews Band. I can't deal with that Muppet Hillbilly Jam Jazz Band crap. I think you had you had them on here too. You no, the warden. 
the warden. Oh, was that was that. the warden. So the warden yeah. also agreed with him. Right. He said he doesn't yeah. like Dave Matthews Band. Yeah. All right. Here's a little bit of Crash Into Me by the Dave Matthews Band. You got your ball. You got your chain tied to me. Tight, tie me up again. Who's got the claws in you, my friend? Into your heart, heart beat that album Dude, was, I'm a, that album I'm was a really jam big. band guy i'm a jam band guy but i do not like dave matthews band man we used to play that i remember when i first met you this album had just come out and we were we used to huge. play we played it all the friggin' time in the store I also, I like I haven't f- stayed up with their music or their career or anything else. Like I've seen them a couple times, and but uh, I saw them on that tour. Yeah, I the, think I I think I did too. Yeah. But yeah. I remember, or I so I looked up their discography or their Wikipedia page, some shit, and I was like, the violin player left like a couple years ago. I was like, oh shit, it shows how much I know. There's only like I think Dave Matthews, the drummer and the bass player, are the only original guy who's even still in the band. Everybody was pissed off and they dropped the poop in there. In they, right, they, they emptied the, the shitter of their uh, tour bus off a bridge onto some people on a tour ferry, like below the bridge. What a, yeah. yeah, the dirty hippies. Yeah, I think the violin player got accused of like sexual misconduct. There was something I didn't care enough to read it all. It was like, okay. no, I don't care enough. To and I couldn't. Think about it. Yeah, I couldn't name one song that they've done in the last 10 years. But. You know, I really like. Uh, Buford Carter, he is an amazing drummer, but I've said in our past episodes that he just overplays. You know, he's another guy's got like a ton of shit, and it like his kit's enormous, and, and yeah, people just make a big deal out of that. He's a big part of that band. He's a big part of that sound. Hmm. You know. All right, let me keep rolling. Pat from South Carolina, she said that sad puppy song from the TV commercials I associated with animal abuse. She meant Angel by Sarah McLaughlin. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't even want to play that because we, we talked about it. I, we wouldn't do it any justice when we played it in the first one and we killed it by, uh, I played the sound effects of do- dogs attacking. <laughs> <laughs> we were sick. We and were it was, sick. Uh, we I, yeah, it's, it's terrible. No, man, I can't. I can't watch anything to do with animals, man. I, I got a we got a weird one from Dennis. Dennis is my neighbor, and he's a big music guy, and he listens to our show. And uh, cool, hey Dennis, what's up, bro? My man. So he wrote me. He said, "Pushing the little daisies by Ween." He said, "Every now and then I go I'm and listen him. to it, and I ask myself why was it ever written and recorded." Ween's roots are New Hope, PA, and Philly. They're local guys. They're yeah. hard for me to get into, man. I've tried a couple times. Yeah, so they, the jam band people keep trying to get me in the ween, but I won't do it. Let's, let's listen. I don't know this song. This is off their album, Pure Guava. That sucks. Uh, That's terrible. Do you remember the band Sunvolt? Yeah, I like Sunvolt. 
Yeah, I think some of the guys from Ween are in that band. Are they? Really? I don't know. I was just talking about someone and Ween came up. Hmm. I don't know. Sunvolt was the band Uncle Tupelo split up, and half the guys became Wilco, and the other half the guys became Sunvolt. Maybe but, that's what I'm thinking. But of. Yeah. it could be. I don't. You know. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, everybody's been trying to get me on their bandwagon for a hundred years, and I ain't buying into it. They're kind of local, and I just couldn't. I couldn't. They're lame. It. Yeah, it's, it's too. No. It's too weird. Like avant-garde, goofy, weird shit for me. So yeah, push it a little. We didn't get to that part. We so didn't. You just fucking turned it off. I did. Go I only, back, motherfucker. I only made it twenty-four. Go seconds. back and play that part. I'm texting Dennis right now saying we're playing I'm recording <laughs> the show and we just played it and holy shit, that's terrible. Great pick. Yeah, that's an it. excellent pick for a terrible song. They have a huge underground following. And then I think the last one from a listener that I had on my list was from Brendan Galliano. So Brendan is another friend of ours we've known forever. We used to work with him in the music store and he's got an interesting job in that he works down in the music industry. He does a lot of like the loadout stuff at concert venues. He's done some security. He's the guy that'll like get what a band's playing and they want cheesesteaks. He runs out and goes get some all food. So he said he suggested Deacon Blues by Steely Dan. It's actually what a majority of touring audio engineers will use at Soundcheck because it's a nice, crisp, equalized song on the original album. So he had like a reason like I thought it was kind of interesting. Okay, okay. He has like a like a, a a business reason why he's tired of listening to it. Let's check it out. Yeah, maybe so. Oh, absolutely. I get what he's saying. But dude, Steely Dan sucks. I do not They're like another I never have. rock band. Yeah, everybody's been shoving them down my throat my whole yeah. life, too. I dude, I've tried a couple times to listen to them. I never, I've never liked them. Make no mistake, they are masters at their craft of musicianship. They, you don't get better than that. But they suck. Their, their, their whole thing just sucks. You know, it's that same thing, man. There's no soul in anything that they're doing. It just, it's too white, man. Yeah, it's too white. For right. Me. Yep. Yeah. It is. It is. It, if a glass of whole milk was a song, that it would be that. Yes. Yeah, man. Why don't we play one of the contributions we got from somebody? So Brian Orlando is a, a, a guy I've known for a really long time, and he works in the radio industry. He's a morning drive DJ up on Long Island, and he has a, a podcast called The Rock and Soul Tarot. He's really into tarot cards, and he does an oh, episode cool. where he pulls a tarot card, and then he talks about like a, a rock and roll song about like so it's it's a really interesting kind of um concept the episodes are only like 10 minutes 
Sounds cool. Yeah, but he he recorded something for us. He was so happy, man, to to record something. Here, let me just play it. He here's his his pick. Hey, my name's Brian Orlando, and I am the host of the Rock and Soul Tarot Podcast. I am honored to be asked by the prisoners of rock and roll to be a part of the electric chair. I host a podcast where I associate tarot card meanings with rock and roll lyrics because music is something that has meant more to me than anything else. It was my first love. It's still my most powerful love. I'm a rock radio morning show host for a Long Island radio station, 94.3 The Shark. Tarot cards is something that's always been a part of my life, but I've just come forward with it. So I associate music and tarot and music is serious to me, which is why I understand most Led Zeppelin fans would gasp at the fact that we're putting or I'm putting a Led Zeppelin song in the electric chair. It's probably considered sacrilege, but Led Zeppelin releasing Dire Maker in 1973 should have been considered sacrilege. First of all, I know right away some music fans are going to roll their eyes and say it's Jamaica. No, it's not. It's Dire Maker. It's spelled D-Y-E-R. Now, it's supposed to be a tribute to reggae music. The term dire maker, if used with a West Indies accent, is supposed to sound like Jamaica, like did you make her? I'm from New York. The prisoners of rock and roll guys are from Philly. There's that old joke about did you eat yet? Did you eat yet? It's still slang. Jimmy Page himself from Led Zeppelin complained that it's American music fans that mispronounce it. It was never a single in Europe. It was never a single in England. So you spelled it that way, released it to us. Stop it now. Just a way to create a pretentious, nonsensical problem that's not there. Second, it's supposed to be a tribute to reggae. Reggae songs... They deal with societal issues, political issues. Dire Maker is gibberish. Led Zeppelin's supposed to be the greatest band in the world. Oh, 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 oh. When I read the letter you sent me, it made me mad, mad, mad. When I read the news it brought me, it made me sad, sad, sad. That's representative of the greatest band of all time, according to some? That is gibberish. Listen to any... Bob Marley song, Toots and the Maytal song. They they would never embarrass themselves with such nonsense. And at the end of the song, he says, Robert Plant says, oh, 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 every breath I take, every move I make. So besides the fact that it's a terrible song, it inspired Sting to write Every Breath You Take, <laughs> which is an even more terrible song. But that's a story for another day. Dire Maker is not worthy of being in the catalog of a band considered to be one of the greatest of all time. I hope you check out what I do on Rock and Soul Tarot, available on all streaming services. Thank you to the prisoners of rock and roll, guys. I hope I didn't offend too much bashing Led Zeppelin, but that song sucks. Dude, that was fucking ah, that's awesome. great, dude. I love it. I, I wrote him back when he sent it to me. I was like, dude, I love it because you're he was getting angry the longer he was going and yes. his voice was getting up and it's like, but he's making an yeah. intellectual argument of why it sucks. No, he tore I never thought about it. You know? Just uh, hearing him and I'm thinking to myself, Yeah, man, I'm like, 
this is just Led Zeppelin ripping off another black culture. You know, I never even thought about that. Love it. Thanks, brother, man. I'd love to have him on the show sometime because he's interviewed, man. Like he's got all kinds of musicians that have come on his show. And it's just uh, it's super cool. He always puts the stuff on Facebook, all the interesting people he interviews just being a radio guy. So, so very cool. Yeah. Thanks, brother. All right, man, let's just keep rolling. We got there's still a fucking million songs on this list. Oh, my dude, you put this one on on the playlist. Let me just play it and we can trash it. Excellent pick. Check it out. I drive these brothers crazy. I do it on the daily. They treat me really nicely. They buy me all these ices. Dolce and Gabbana. Fendi and Madonna. Karen, they be sharing all their money. Got me wearing fly. Goodbye. Oh, I never noticed how bad Fergie's voice is. Man, she's not in the band anymore. No, I just saw that. I just yeah, was yeah. looking them up as they were talking. I I always liked them, the Black Eyed Peas. Like I like their I like that other song better. The one that has like, like that. The, the Dick Dale. All, all the No, the one when they're like Mazel Tov. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like that fucking song. I like them. They I don't know, man. They were weird. Like some of their early stuff was like very like culturally aware kind of stuff and then this they started working with her and it was like what the fuck are you guys doing but yeah well they sold out man yep gotta get that money get that paper but they also got huge when they picked her up but oh yeah well she's a hottie yeah uh, okay and this is where I went to school Most of the time had better things to do Criminal record says I broke him twice I must have done it half a dozen times I wonder if it's too late Should I go back and try to graduate Last man in Allen it was back then if I was there. I've never oh. listened to the lyrics of that song I... <laughs> what is Dude, that? So cliche. I don't know. It's not the worst song that they have. They're, they're, they just put a new album out, and they're going to be in Canada, New Jersey. They were here last night. They were here. Uh, uh, who's going to that show? I have friends. I, I only know that because friends of mine were there. Oh, uh, dude. I mean, that was my my son's pick for the electric chair. So my youngest, good for him. My youngest is fifteen, and he tends to like almost everything we send to the electric chair. <laughs> and uh, we were, I was driving him back from something this week, and we had like a two hour car ride. And I was, I was like, dude, you gotta come up with a song for the electric chair. I've been asking you for weeks, and he was like, I got it. He's like, that Nickelback song, Photograph, <laughs> is awful. I was like, yes, we, I totally agree. Uh, That's great. Yeah. You're raising that kid right. Yeah, I said he he likes ABBA and a lot of he he's got really weird taste in music. But I've always been like, hey Wait, man, did it's you a- just say he likes ABBA? Yeah, he does, dude. Almost every song Holy that we shit. send to the electric chair, he likes. So he's got really weird Ugh. taste in music. But I would say, hey man, like you like what you like, and I'll never, I'll I may not like the song, yeah. but I won't bust yeah, your you balls. Like what you like. All right, I won't bust yeah. your stones for liking something. I never will. No, never. Until right. he gets a lot older. Right. And then we'll break his balls. <laughs> right. As long as it's not Kate Bush. So, yeah. 
I think this is a good time to take a little break. Yeah, dude, that sounds awesome. Why don't we take a break? We'll come back. We'll tear through some of this stuff. And then, uh, yeah, we'll wrap it up. Cool, man. Stick around. We'll be back. Prisoners of Rock and Roll is sponsored by McCusker's Tavern at 17th and Shunk Streets in Philadelphia. There's something for everyone on the beer list and the jukebox in McCusker's. It's minutes from the sports stadiums in Philly, making it a great place to stop by for a few drinks before or after a concert or a game. Come see for yourself why everyone from Philadelphia Magazine to Playboy has called it one of the best dive bars in the city. Visit them at 17th and Chunk Streets in Philadelphia or on Facebook. That's McCusker's Tavern. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We're playing a lot of bad music today, but you know what doesn't suck? Wearing a pair of kick-ass, comfortable socks that look good. That's why I'm so excited to tell you about Boldfoot socks. Boldfoot makes awesome socks for every occasion. Working out, going into the office, or just going casual. Every pair is made in America from products sourced in America. Their motto is grown here, sewn here. And on top of that, they give 5% of all their proceeds to veterans charities. That's good people making a good product and doing good things for the community. Prisoners of Rock and Roll is proud to have them as a sponsor of our show, and they would be proud to have you as a customer. So when you're done listening to us, head on over to boldfoot.com and take a look at all the awesome styles they have. That's boldfoot.com. All right, we're back. Thanks so much for sticking with us. We're on the back half of all this stuff, man. We still got a lot of really shitty music to talk about, but... Yeah. You, Ooh, I mean, it's easy. <laughs> it's There's so much of it, bro. You put Weezer on here. And I couldn't agree more, yes. man. I do not like Weezer. I, I never that. have. 
that first album's good, but man, yeah, I, I fucking like hate them. Beverly Hills, here you go. Ugh. From isn't all that great. My automobile is a piece of crap. My fashion sense is a little whack, and my friends are just as creepy as me. I didn't go to boarding schools. Preppy girls never looked at me. Why should they? I ain't nobody got nothing in my pocket. Oh, I hate that fucking song. I hate it. I had to play it in a band in Atlantic City every fucking weekend. And it never sounded right. Because it's not sounding right at all. And the thing is also is, how did Weird Al not make a parody of that with the Beverly Hillbillies? How did not that not come out? It wasn't even worth his time. I don't know. I, I can't think of a single song by them that I like. I just... Never have. Like I said, on that first album, they got some B-sides that are rocking. It's never never my thing, man. I don't know if it's like just the nerdy, ironic crap. And then they came out with that album of covers that everyone really liked. And I was like, dude, yeah, I did not the cover of Take On Me. I was like, I hated that. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Get off Ooh, my lawn, goddammit. Fuck. I like that first album. I can't, cannot deny. Okay. Well, you like what you like. Uh, okay. Here. A singer in a smoky room A smell of wine and cheap perfume For a smile they can share the night It goes on and on and on and on Strangers waiting Up and down the boulevard of shadows Dude, you know who plays those songs? Fucking whores. <laughs> they play that in the fucking juke. They come in the bar and they play that on the jukebox. I'm like, you whore. Oh, it just makes me think God. of being at the Jersey Shore at a bar on a Saturday night in uh, the summertime. That inevitably comes on. No, I get it. I just put it with like all the girls dancing on the bar, being drunk at two in the morning. You know, I'm sure it's something that's you what hear I think a lot. of when I hear that. Yeah, oh, I'm dude. sure you hear that a lot in the bar. You know what other song is a big horse song? What's that? Pour some sugar on me. I like that song, Dude. but I could see how that yeah. would get really. You probably hearing that four times a night. Uh, if songs had like a flavor, that fucking song would be Rumpelmans. <laughs> okay, like, oh, uh, Gary, see that girl on Facebook or something like that, and she's asking for shots of Sambuca at the DJ table. Yeah, oh, uh, that's right up there. Girl okay. Like I, yeah, I totally understand. I totally get it that you probably said you hear that three or four times a night in the bar. 
on a Saturday or Friday night. I was like, oh, who's taking this girl home tonight? Right. Like the girl in the Macarena taking home two guys at once. Hey, hey Macarena. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got some hair metal on here. Nazareth hair. Uh, Dude, love yeah. Hurts. Yeah. Oh, I hate this song, man. We both love, love power ballads, right? We did a whole show on power ballads. We've done a couple shows on hair metal. We love hair metal, but. I've never listened to that with headphones on and like the the vocals and the music is really weird. I couldn't wait for you to turn it off. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Dude. And and that's the singer later on was in the band Mr. Big. It was. I don't know. Did you know that? I, I bet you didn't. I, I don't think, you know it now. I don't think I did. Well, now you know it now. There you go. I see I learned something today. That's why I like coming yeah, here. Na- Nazareth rocks. Don't get me wrong. But that song is fucking lame. Ugh. Okay. Gary Wright. I don't think I know this song. Do you put Dreamweaver by Gary Wright on here? Uh, you don't know Dreamweaver? I, maybe I do. This is another Yacht Rock song. Is bro. it? Let me hear it. Again. Climbed aboard the Dreamweaver train. Trying to take away my worries of today And leave tomorrow behind Ooh, Dreamweaver I believe you can get me Yeah, I know that song. I think I probably yeah, blocked man. it out of How my can head. You not, how can you not know that song? That it's song. on like commercials and supermarkets and fucking everywhere just another shitty soulless empty yes song white people music right total white people music absolutely right that's racist just uh, like and you listen to i don't know like gary clark jr or and and fucking you listen to anything else anything else that Right. We listen to Nelson. Right. That's better than that fucking we went, shit. Bro. Music went from like Chuck Berry to that. It's just like man. In a couple of years, uh, uh, what else we got? I I have a couple '90s dance songs on here, and I just wanted to um, I'm gonna play them like one right after the other because it's like the same goddamn. It's the same song yeah, here. Sure. Yeah, here. <laughs> Anyway, so that was uh, Real McCoy, LaBouche, and who the fuck knows? Some other terrible. Like, Oh, really? A, that 
you just like mix them all. I together. just played like, three different songs, right? And you can't tell the. Holy it sounds fuck. like one, it sounds I didn't like even the tell the difference. Yeah, it sounds like the same thing. So like not, that late '90s, mid late '90s dance music, yeah. awful. It stinks in the yes garbage. It smells like the air in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I could say that I live here. You light up my life by Debbie Boone. This song is so bad, awful. Um, but you went. It up my life, Bruce. I you do too, Ryan. And I thought I read somewhere that they said this was the best selling song of the nineteen seventies. Oh, it was really. It was the number one song for ten weeks in a row, and yeah, it's it here. To sing me his song. So- Yeah, that song had the record for the longest on the top 100. It was on the number one for 10 weeks, and it was the best-selling single of the entire decade. So think about any album that came out in the 70s, any song. And yeah, that, I'm thinking about it. And that sold more. Dude, just think about it. Somewhere in America tonight, someone is requesting that song to be played. Awful. That's it, how big that song was. Terrible. And that's Pat Boone's daughter singing that, too. Saturday night in the park by Chicago. I fucking hate Chicago, dude. Really? I, yeah. I don't. Okay. I don't think I like bands. I like named them. After, I don't like bands named after places, but I don't like Chicago, <laughs> Asia, Kansas. I don't like any of them. But, uh, dude, I hate the horns. I hate. Uh, really? I love Chicago, bro. I can't take they're his a, voice. Just all. I think they're my, a bunch my, of mother. Yeah, my they're da- a bunch of motherfuckers in that band, bro. My dad used to listen to them all the time, and I think he never knew the words, so he would just be like half singing along and just like, <laughs> and I think it just ruined it <laughs> for me. I, here, I just... take it really yeah it just does not do anything for me even looking through their plate their like top songs i could have put any one of them on the list i just i i just i can't do it at one point chicago was the house band to the whiskey you know they we play a couple sets tonight you know but you know whatever one night Jimi hendrix was there and jimmy walks backstage and he looks at them and he said you guys are a bunch of motherfuckers, aren't you? Hmm. So I, I never knew that. There, look, I now I learned yeah. two things tonight. This is amazing. Yeah. No, that's that comes right from like the Chicago documentary. Hmm. I, I think they're to me they're there one goes of those, the phrase motherfucker. There you go. You know, like it's one of yeah. those bands I think it just like I had a bad experience with them when I was younger and I'll just never get over it. And it's just for no reason. No, I hear you. Right. I, there's just a few songs like that they have for me, like Color My World. You know, huh? 
the dot. Not just urban, she liked the pop Cause she was living la vida loca She had dumps <laughs> like a truck, truck, truck Guys like one, one, one Baby, move your butt, butt, butt I think I'll sing it again She had dumps like a truck, truck, truck Guys like one, awful absolutely <laughs> at terrible. one point that was a hit right I at think one it, time that was a hit you could hear i think it's timbaland in the back just going oh uh-huh oh uh, like kind of yeah. shitty like just uh, like how uh doing puffy yeah puffy used to do in every song <laughs> oh my god dude and that's also like late 90s hip-hop music was yeah, was yeah. shitty the videos Watch all look the same the right yeah okay i i could get all fired up man we could like just Ugh. No, he was Cisco, right? Yeah, terrible. His stupid yeah, he silver like, hair, and he had like one glove doing a Michael Jackson thing. And that song just yeah. stinks. The videos stink. Fuck There's a lot that of songs song. in that. Yeah, there video. is a lot of right, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of booty. Yeah, we didn't booty, play. Booty, booty. Some people voted the "Wonderful Christmas Time" by Paul McCartney. We didn't play it. Because it's not Christmas, and we've talked about that a couple times in our Christmas episodes. But there's another Paul McCartney song that's absolutely freaking terrible, and that's this one. Uh, Ebony and Ivory live together in perfect harmony, side by side on my piano. We did it, guys. We saved race. We stopped racism. Oh, we did it. Finally, with man, with the keys of every and ivory. If you put on paper, we can all get along. Right. You wrote it on paper that like Paul McCartney's going to team up with Stevie Wonder. You You think think it would be awesome. Right. And that that song stinks. That was definitely a Paul McCartney song. And fucking Stevie Wonder went, okay. I could sing along with this. Uh, right, I'm down with it. That's like right up there with Wings, that song. It definitely, you can, it sounds like a Wings song, but. Yeah. Who's released that album? Was it Stevie or was it Paul? I don't know. Mm. It just, it sounds so contemporary. It's it's totally Paul in the 70s. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I got some other stuff. Um, the band Panic at the Disco, they kind of stink. They covered Bohemian. They really stink. They covered Bohemian Rhapsody. He doesn't want to die, but I do. You know what? Fuck them. They're just trying to show how talented they are. They're showing off. Fuck them. Uh, that, no. that song is like so, I don't know, untouchable. Like, don't fuck with it. Right. Nobody you can know? Nobody can ever sing that and come anywhere close to what Freddie Mercury did. Even as cool as the, was it, Axel did it at the tribute concert for I, him? That was great with Elton. Right. Yeah. Even that, even as good as that is, it's nowhere near that what was the different. original is. This is them making a recording of, oh, let's look at us. We could, we, this is how good we are. We're going to fucking cover like Queen. You know what? Shut the fuck up. I hate that shit. 
I it was bad. I think I heard that on the radio before. I'm like, what is this? And it's like, I never heard that. Terrible. I hate. I hate that band too. Fallout Boy is another one that's worthy. I was going to say, aren't they the same band? Right. They wrote a sequel to "We Didn't Start the Fire" by Billy Joel about like more modern stuff. And I had heard this before, and I had never listened to it. And I listened to it this week in anticipation of doing this show. It sucks here. Why the fuck did Who Billy the Joel fuck allow? Fuck! Do they think they are? How did Billy Joel? Who the let... fuck do they think they are? are? You kidding me? I, I I'm li- now I'm angry. I like that. I like the Billy Joel song. I know. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. I mean, shit, man. I'm old enough. Are they enough. hurting for songs that bad that they're just going to plagiarize other fucking songs? Right. I mean, I'm old enough that we studied that song, the original, in like history class. As did I. Right. And you. As did I. Yeah. We yes. had to write reports on what all the stuff was and everything else. And yes. And then I was like, man, Billy Joel gave them the. He let them do he that. He wants to get paid. Right. He don't care about anything about. He just wants to get paid, bro. <sighs> Jesus Christ, man. I, I got like. I, no. I was like you. I got angry listening to that. Yeah. Oh, you got me, bro. There you go. Okay, that song got me what this episode's all about. Do you know this? All right, this country. I I got a little country songs in here too. You know the song "Fancy Like." You probably hear this in the bar. That Applebee's milkshake. Hang on. I hate that. How did they not match them smoking meth in that song? Because that is the biggest white trash song I ever heard. It's like, like one, that's not country music, man. Like, come on, dude. And I what listen. What the fuck is that? I that was listen, like rap. Right. Would, I don't know what the fuck that was. The word bougie should never be in a country song ever. And that Ugh. song, dude, when I was out west for two weeks uh, a couple summers ago in like Montana and everything, I we drove like 1,100 miles over the course of two weeks. We spent a lot of time in the car driving like. Yellowstone and Deadwood and shit. I must have heard that song like 70 times. And my kids all Ew. loved it. The warden was with us too, and the warden liked it. <laughs> and I was like, I never want to hear that goddamn song again. I want to get out of the car and thumped it. <laughs> right. For the rest of the way, homie. Right, I'll get eaten by a grizzly bear. I don't care. Yes. Oh, God. That was awful. Yeah. I can't stand that song. There's a song called Dance Monkey by Tones and I that is pretty. Dance Monkey Dance. Pretty. Uh, the dance vo- Monkey Dance. The voice isn't that. Is That's pretty close. So listen to how terrible <laughs> this voice is. Stop me dead while I was passing by. And now I beg to see you dance just one more time.
Her voice, I was like, what it's like it sounds like Yoko Ono. Dude, is that the new trend? That sound is that a new trend? Like, I I don't know. My kid, I've heard my sound do it. My kids have listened to that. Like, I like seriously been listening to it. That fucking song sounds like it was made to listen to the i like iPhones or right. um i like bu- earbuds pods. and right yeah earbuds and shit like that. That's how compressed that sounded. Yeah, I got a song on here called Friday by Rebecca Black that I didn't know. I just heard several people say it. The lyrics for this are so freaking stupid. And on and on, everybody's rushing. Gotta get down to the bus stop. Gotta catch my bus. I see my friends kicking in the front seat, sitting in the back seat. Gotta make my mind up. Which seat can I take? It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday. Getting down on Friday. Dude, there's not enough fucking drugs in the world. The lyrics are so friggin' dumb. Dude, you left it on way too long. Yeah. Really you had bad. to take a little, you had to take a run and you left a song playing. And I'm like, oh no, <laughs> uh, I gotta listen to this. What else we got, pal? Loving You by Minnie Ripperton. That's. Oh, I know Minnie, this fucking song. Oh, God. Just a dream come true. And everything that I do is out of loving you. Makes me want to put a pair of scissors in my ear. People ask me sometimes at the bar, like, um, what will get you thrown out of the bar? (laughs) Playing that. That fucking song will get you thrown out of the bar. It's it's not even like it's so cheesy. Like it, and then it's got the sound of like birds chirping behind it. That falsetto at oh, Awful. that Mariah Carey fucking thing she does. Mm-hmm. Ugh, disgusting. Yeah. All right, we. I think we got. I don't. I don't know how much more I could take of this, bro. Yeah. So I got. I got another one. I thought was pretty funny that um, there's a lot of rappers all that have Lil in their first name. Like, so I pulled Lil and it's John like, and shit. Yeah. So I got Lil Yachty, Lil Peep. Lil Uzi Vert and Lil Pump, and I'll do what I did with the um, with the dance music. Just listen to how this is all the exact same over auto tuned garbage. Okay, okay. Here's Lil Yachty. Yeah. Save that shit by Lil Peep. I can take that. Nothing like them other motherfuckers. I can make you rich. Here's Just Wanna Rock by Lil Uzi Vert. I just wanna rock. Body of the yacht. And then here's Gucci Gang by Lil Pump. Yeah. 
gang, Gucci 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 gang. Spent three racks on new chain. My bitch love do cocaine. Ooh, I fuck a bitch, I forgot name. Yeah. All total shit. Man, I feel bad for the generations. Right, right, man. Like uh, hip hop, man. It went from Tribe and Public Enemy and Run DMC and all this innovative kind of music it. to this shit that's made with just a computer and all this auto tune. It's awful. Tell me about it, bro. Like music is an all time low right now. Really is. P- people are eight. Uh, Forty years ago, people were saying rock and roll was dead. You know, when Kiss came in and, you know, whatever, Peter Frampton, you know, or like that. But really now, rock is fucking dead. And, like, well, and even that hip hop stuff. all that shit is popular. Right. Like, but that's not even hip hop, man. Well, it's like what you said before about modern music being built to be listened to with headphones. Like you listen to something like that and so the bass is really, really deep and you get your headphones on. You'd be like, you'd probably be feeling it like vibrating in your ears. Yeah. But maybe I should put it down my pants. <laughs> uh, I I think that might be everything. Oh, thank you. I saw the I I could see the finish line. Oh wait, I know we do have one more. Hang on, I gotta find it. I put it on the playlist. We got in. So Omar actually emailed. Oh, us Omar with a with a pick. Yes, because we did put on our social media like, hey, have you got a pick for the electric chair? So we said, hello, inmates. It's me, Omar. I have not written you for some time, but here I am with a song for the electric chair from India. Do you know Vanu Mellish and It's My Life? He became a star on YouTube and has over 4 million views of this song. Why do so many people use computers to sound this bad? This song is also an electric chair for Little Mick, your friend in India, Omar. So here is 30 seconds of this. It's like his father. Hey, hey, hey. What the hell do you think of yourself? I always search good in bad. I also search bad in good. So I'm a very good bad boy. I'm a very good bad boy. I'm a very good bad boy. I don't know what the hell they're doing with the music that's, industry in India, but that's awful. Uh, that's bizarre. Yeah. It's a huge hit in India. I guess so. Um, oh, man. Omar, thanks for listening. Bro. Yeah, thanks as always. Oh, you know what, dude? I do, we do have one more of our podcast friends, too. So Jesse from the Set Lusting Bruce podcast, which is a podcast about Bruce Springsteen. He interviews people. We've had him on before. I did his show once. He sent us something, too. I want to play that and get his thoughts on a song that he does not like. During the 1990s, Bruce Springsteen had fired the E Street Band. He had abandoned New Jersey to live in California. Despite the fact that during that decade he won an Oscar for the song The Streets of Philadelphia, and in March of 1992, Bruce released two albums, Lucky Town and Human Touch. These albums were different, and when Bruce toured with the other band, many of Bruce's fans felt like he had lost his way musically. Overall, the albums have some good songs, and I would argue even some great songs, but one song that absolutely should be sent to the electric chair is 57 channels and nothing on. I have no idea what statement Bruce is trying to say here, except despite often having a wide range of viewing choices, we often can't find something we want to watch, or in our case now, binge. 
No one is denying that this is a common occurrence, but I'm not really sure that we need the New Jersey poet, Mr. Have a Little Faith, There is Magic in the Night, Mr. Born to Run, to share with us this observation. In the song, Lyrics, Bruce talks about buying a bourgeois house in the Hollywood Hills with a truckload of $100,000 bills. Cable TV was installed, 57 channels and nothing on. He then talks about going into town for a satellite dish, tying it to the top of his Japanese car. And once he got home and pointed to the stars, there were still 57 channels and nothing on. The song continues till our hero, buys a 44 Magnum that was solid steel cast, and then a blessed name of Elvis, well, I just let it blast. Till my TV lay in pieces there at my feet, and they busted me for disturbing the almighty peace. The judge said, what you got in your defense, son? 57 channels and nothing on. The song has nothing going for it musically. Nothing lyrically, and it would be best retired, and we should speak of it no more. I'm Jesse Jackson from the Pantheon Network podcast, Set Lusting Bruce, a Bruce Springsteen podcast. And I hope you will check out my podcast to hear stories about some of Bruce's amazing music, just not 57 channels. And let's not even think about talking night with a Jersey devil. Thanks, Jesse. That song, you, buddy. That song sucks. That oh, dude, um, I just want to send Springsteen to the fucking chair for canceling our Philadelphia shows. Yeah, dude, he, it has been like no. So they just announced, right? I I sent it no, to you today. I, I I called it. Yep, next year, next he ain't August. Coming back till next summer. Yep. Yep. Which we sucks because he's going to be on the road next year too. So we won't get you know Philly shows this year and next year. We'll only get next year. So. What a fucking drag, man! It would have been, I've been nice thinking about hitting him this weekend. Yeah, he's on up in, Sunday. It would have been nice if he would have just Meadowland. released. If he would have released like a twenty-second statement, like "Hey, Philly, miss you. I'll be back." It, it wasn't shit. You never heard, really heard anything. Yeah. Well, there's no good way of saying the show's canceled, bro. Yeah, I get it, but he's you know I don't know. He has such a special connection. You said this before. He has such a special connection to Philadelphia. It would have been nice just to. You know, he yeah. was one of the guys in the band yeah. or something like what, you know, it would have been cool if he like called MMR up. Hey, right. Call in is going to make it tonight. Right. Even I mean, he's done shit where he's done like record a little 20 second video on like Instagram or Twitter or something and just posted it. But I guess that's it, man. Let's move on to music news. Oh, wait, let me play our little thing. All right, music news. So I got two things. The first one is there's new Guns N' Roses music. Yes, you, I like it. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I do like the new song. It's better than some of their, uh, you know, the. It anything. reminds me of. It reminds me of the uh, estranged. A little bit. Use your illusion. Yeah, it's a song called Perhaps. Here, let's play a little bit of it. Awesome.
he's he still sounds like okay. It. Yeah, I was digging it. It definitely sounds something off the of Use Your Illusions. Man. I agree. Yeah, it's very epic sounding, like some of those songs. And it's kind of cool because I mean they haven't shit they haven't put out that lineup hasn't put out music in thirty years. So I was like, yeah, I was digging it. Yeah, I'm all about it. Let's hear some more of those songs. Yep. Keep on bringing them, boys. Yeah, keep go cut another album. All right, maybe soon. Who knows? Yeah. All right, and the last song I had was around this dude, this viral country artist named Oliver Anthony. Amazing. Really cool story. So independent country music singer named Oliver Anthony became an overnight viral smash. He's a former factory worker who lives in a 27-foot camper with a tarp on the roof that he said he bought for 750 bucks. He self-released a song on August 11th called Rich Men North of Richmond. And the song really, you know, it slams like taxes and politicians and everything else. And it became like a, it went viral. Um, a lot of conservative like pundits started playing it and it went to number one on the billboard chart. And he's the first artist to ever have a number one chart, a number one song without ever having another song ever on the charts. And he says he's turned down an $8 million record deal because he's like, I'm not interested in the spotlight and playing stadiums. He said he just writes his music to help him deal with depression. And he, I have a quote from him. He said, my music has no editing, no agent, no bullshit. I'm just some idiot with a guitar. It's a style of music we should never have gotten away with, gotten away from in the first place. Wow. Can we hear it? Yeah, dude. I, I really like this song, but yeah, here you go. I have not heard it yet. Yeah, it's it's a little, it's twangy, but here you go. I'll play 30 seconds of it. Shit. And it's taxed to no end Calls a rich man Calls a rich man I wish politicians would Look out for miners And not just miners On an island somewhere Lord, we got folks in the street Ain't got nothing to eat And the whole beast Milking welfare all right, let me tell you something. He did nothing but riff off melody of the band covering Atlantic City. Okay. That, like that. And number two, he is an idiot with the guitar. Okay. He, he fucking nailed it because that, you know, life's a drag already. Who needs someone to fucking remind them? You know, I don't want to listen to a fucking song like that. Okay. That's cool. I, I really like that song, but I'm also, I like country music a lot, and I think that sounds yeah. more outlaw country than that Walker Hayes, yeah, give that. Applebee give shit that. we heard. So I'll give it that, sure. And he's got a lot of, um, I don't know, he just, he's got a bunch of stuff on Spotify he self-released, and it's just... Uh, Good for him. Yeah, he's kind of... Beaten. But that's what's wrong with music these days. A guy like that hits up something, and people love it. That's how bad people are hurting for good songs. Yeah. I mean, they played it at the Republican presidential debate last week, and he, he came of out and said something. He was like, hey, guys, like, I'm like, you're the people I'm singing about. Like, just because I, I live in the South doesn't mean that I'm one of you in terms yeah, of like, you know, a concern. He was kind of like, dude, my music should be bringing people together, not, I'm not, not for on nothing, though. He's setting himself up for fucking people using his song for a flag. He's setting himself up. People have already started bitching about that. Like, yeah, there's been articles in the news that, you know, Richmond, north of Richmond. Well, Richmond's where the Confederacy was 
it's like all that shit, all the all the clowns just came started crashing down on him and everything. I just I like that song. I think it's super cool that he's just been kind of he's just some working it's class. It's very interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. I will give it that. And the video is like right he's on. just he's recording it like out in the woods in front of like a beat up car with just an acoustic guitar and said so there's no editing. I just, you know, really cool story. I'm curious to see what happens to him if he continues making music or in six months. Yeah, I hope just, he makes it. I hope he makes a billion zillion dollars. You know? Yeah. Or right hope, on. Yeah. And they said he's making like 40 grand a day off of Spotify right now. Good but, for him. And he's like a That's high school, awesome. Yeah. So cool. Bring back that, that crackhead rapper South chick. The chick from the <laughs> South that rap. She was like the meth head. Remember? No. We we were like listening to her song. She was like this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the country rapper. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck. That was awful. No. Yeah, country music's got an identity crisis, man. You said before, like you call it like Bon Jovi country or bro country. Yeah. And then there's stuff like bro this. Bro country. Is, there you go. Bro yeah. country. Yep. Yes, sir. Yep. There's a lot of good stuff out there in modern country, but there's a lot of bad bad stuff too much like everything else was we just talked for two and a half hours about yeah man sure all right so i think that's going to do it for episode 69 hopefully you had a few laughs listening to us on this one and we're sorry if some of these songs are stuck in your head however if these songs are stuck in your head and you want to hear more of them there's an episode playlist down in the show notes. So what did you think about the songs we talked about? Was there one that you really hate? Is there something that we missed? Let us know. You can reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter, or you can drop us a line through our website at prisonersofrockandroll.com, or you can shoot us an email at show at prisonersofrockandroll.com. Hey, and if you, you drop us a note, you want us to send you some stickers, we'll be happy to do that. No obligation, no purchase necessary. Just ask, and we'll mail some to you. Lastly, I want to give a huge shout out to Jesse from the Set Lusting Bruce podcast and Brian from Rock and Soul Tarot podcast for sharing their picks with us. Those guys both do great works. Uh, very different shows, but they both do great work on their own. So I think that's it, brother. This was a fun yeah, trip man. down into music hell. It was a good trip to the dump trash yard. Yes, a lot of stuff I never need to hear again. Some songs that uh, uh, some new stuff I uncovered that was just as terrible and I will be avoiding moving forward. Oh, I think I'm not going to sleep well tonight. Uh, all right. We'll be back in two weeks, guys. Keep on rocking. Peace out. I'm just a prisoner. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.